Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. And we are all still in captivity. <laughs> um, I am uh, speaking to you from uh, live from Los Angeles uh, in my home office where I've been for the last uh, six or seven weeks, like so many of us. And I'm so excited to get to interview Mike Pierce from Regatta Fitness. Let's have a big Tech Cat welcome for Mike. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, Thank um, you. There, there is so much going on right now um, with people being home so much and home fitness, and there is um, this real need for people to figure out how they're going to, to get some exercise. And I had the opportunity about a year ago to buy a, um, water, a water rower rower, rowing machine, um, because I just decided out of the blue that it was the most perfect machine and the most perfect form of exercise for someone that was plagued by some lower back issues and also was just at the age where I just needed to move more. Um, a working mom and I just was too sedentary and I wasn't going to, I didn't have time to go to the gym. So I got a water rower um, and then I um, started thinking, well, why can't we Peloton this thing up <laughs> and, and um, enter regatta? That's how I, I sort of started to, uh, to, to meet the regatta brand and, um, and that's all, all, um, how Mike has come into my life now. So uh, Mike is going to give us some his background, which is absolutely fascinating, and it so totally makes sense that you're doing what you're doing now um, when our audience hears about your background. Um, but then I also want to hear about some of these trends right now in in home fitness um, that are it's just a, it's another area that in the time of COVID is actually exploding. So there's all these businesses, you know, kind of like mine, live events that is not doing so great. But then there's other categories that are absolutely exploding based on need. Um, and you're like right place, right time, I think. So um, let's, let's hear a bit about your background, Mike, because it's really fascinating. Awesome. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate that. And thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. It certainly is an extraordinary time for all of us. Um, and so I just wish everyone well. I hope you know, we all come out of this in a great way. And uh, you know, I want to say thanks to, to all those healthcare uh, providers out there that are helping everybody get through this as well. It's been amazing. Yeah, I know it's there's tremendous. a lot of us have been touched personally by this. And, uh, you know, probably one last shout out, it's National Nurses Day. So we can't be, you know, remiss without recognizing them. And my mom's a nurse. So I have to say, wow. you know, special thanks, call out to her too. So um, is she, really, is she, uh, is she working right now? She is. She does work. Oh my gosh. Um, and she works with geriatric patients. So this is right in her wheelhouse. And, uh, so she's, she's got to be, you know, obviously we're a little concerned and she's got to be careful around what she can do wow. uh, in, in this time. So, uh, well, yeah. Well, it's, uh, well, bless her for the work she's doing. I mean, wow. Thank you. Yeah. She's an amazing woman. Uh, obviously has been a big inspiration for myself as I've gone through my life and career. And so um, I'm just glad to see that she's still active and still doing stuff. And uh, uh, she's a great inspiration, like I said. I mean, it's just so funny. So Mike is a, a Navy SEAL, if you haven't had time to read his bio ahead. Um, so when I think of you as a child, you must have been gigantic when you were born. <laughs> I'm, just I'm not sure about that. All Navy SEALs are like, you know, tough and built right when they come out of the womb. But, um, but anyway, um, well, give, us, give, us, um, give us your story because it's so interesting. Thank you. Yes, thanks again. Uh, so yeah, um, like had an amazing mom, one of 10 kids. So I was uh, the third oldest of, of 10 wow. and uh, decided to pursue a career in the service initially. Uh, wasn't sure, you know, I'd, I'd grown up in the Top Gun era, thought I would go fly jets like Tom Cruise. Uh, however, I had heard about this amazing group of individuals who could do everything and uh, called the Navy SEALs. And I said, okay, that's, that's what I want. That's what I, you know, that's the kind of thing I think it's, it's for me. And so that led to a career with the special forces, uh, doing a number of different things for, for them across the world and getting to see the world, which is, which also, you know, I'm thankful for that opportunity yeah. too, where I got to go all over, the, all over the world and just see amazing things and be participant to that, you know, world culture. Uh, which is, you know, something I brought back to this as well as I think about the global nature of what we've built. And I'll get to that a little bit later. Um, later, after I left the service, I went to uh, graduate school and uh, got my MBA so that I could take, pursue a career in the uh, 
in, in, you know, in the corporate sector. Uh, I, as a child, I used to uh, program computers and write code and write, make my own uh, computer games, which was just a, like a hobby or a thing to do is, you know, is when I was a child. And uh, so I kind of got back into technology uh, right away. As soon as I left the service, I was like, that, you know, I'm going to go back to what I like to do and lead a professional, you know, make that my profession going forward. And so in that time, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of amazing technology companies uh, all across the spectrum of healthcare, financial services, uh, even digital mapping, where we built a lot of the digital uh, maps and experiences for cars and your phones and things like that. So I had a lot of great experiences in building technology experiences, whether they be software or a uh, combination of web or mobile type experiences. So my professional career has really been focused on that. And uh, mm-hmm. as I you know, as I got into this, it kind of just was a, a natural next step into what I you know have done all my career, which is how do we apply technology to improve our lives and connect with others? And so I did that a lot throughout my my professional career. But always you know being a seal and and always thinking like, hey, fitness and staying healthy is, and you know, being part of the mission. It's always being ready and able to do stuff. And that's always been with me. So I've done triathlons and kind of continue with that and, and athletics throughout my life, again, as, a, as sort of a side uh, hobby, hustle, but just part of my lifestyle. And in the emergence of this digital revolution that we've seen over the past decade, call it, where more and more you see people connecting virtually and, and socially uh, through digital mediums it just made, made an obvious sense to kind of bring this to that medium of fitness. And, and of, of course, I'm not the first here in, in this space. There's been, a, it's, there's been you know, a, a gradual sort of convergence we've been seeing between the physical uh, you know, aspect of gyms and fitness and the digital aspects where first it was on VCR tapes and DVDs and ultimately into digital videos and then bringing those together in a combined experience is where we're at now. And as we go forward, there's so many amazing new opportunities even being created with AR and VR as we go you know, into this convergence of digital and fitness and bringing that industry into that new world. So I think there's so many amazing opportunities still left to be explored here. And even though, you know, with the setback that we're having now with this pandemic, yeah, I think this industry is going to emerge even better for it. And uh, this convergence that's happening or was happening even before then is, is accelerated, um, you know, dramatically. And so I think it's, it's helping people learn about this, embrace this stuff and find its fit in their lives. Yeah, I think um, uh, so. I have a couple of um, mom friends who are of a certain age, um, and uh, <laughs> and they are all trying to 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 get equipment into their homes right now. You know, connected equipment. They're panicking um, yes. because they're used to working out regularly, and they're finding it really hard to figure that out right now. You know, at the level that they're used to, because um, some of them are like, you know, we're using. Um, talking about technology, ClassPass, right? Yes, yes. Um, and I've used ClassPass too, which basically, if those of you who aren't familiar with it, is you, you basically don't belong to any gym. You can go to any type of class you want. You just, it's an on-demand class environment. And, and mm-hmm. it's great. Um, and I was trying out, you know, different things, but now you can't go anywhere. So what do you do in, in all of this world? Like, how do you move through that? So what, what made you, um, why, why rowing in particular um, for you? <laughs> That's a great question. Because to be, to be frank, I was not a rower, aside from rowing boats in the SEAL teams. Uh, I was not a formal, I was not on the rowing team, uh, an undergrad or at all. And, uh, but something you'd mentioned very early in the podcast around the benefits of rowing as an activity is it's one of the most, if not the most efficient activity for you in terms of uh, fitness. All, all around, right? All around. all around. It's a full yeah. body activity. It engages all your muscles. You can get a cardio workout. You can get a strength workout. There's a lot of, uh, you know, great uh, types of workouts. You can get out just rowing and using in particular a stationary rowing machine that's in your home. And so, um, that's what got me into it was this notion that I'd done my research and around all the different fitness types out there. And of course, being in New England, you know, we've get, we get a five to six you're, month winter yeah, here. You're indoors <laughs> a lot. You're indoors. You're stuck a lot. indoors quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. 
So um, obviously we have, you know, we have outdoor activities like skiing, but yes, there's a lot of time indoors. And, and I was looking for something to use indoors that, you know, was cost effective, was, uh, was health, you know, in terms of the physical aspects of it was very effective in that way as well. So my research ported me to the rowing machine and, the, and, you know, the indoor rowing as a means to do that. And so I started doing that for a number of years and found it to be a great, you know, like I said, all around full body, um, you know, cardio strength, you know, mixed type of activity and continue. It's really, it's, it's, um, I find it to be fun. It's just fun. Yes. You know, um, in a different, in a different way than I think uh, there's something more Zen about it than um, running or Mm -hmm. um, elliptical trainer, which was always my, my go-to was the elliptical. I just find it very Zen. Yes. No. And and that's something, you know, I, I discovered as well too. I'd not like, I mentioned not being a rower. If you speak to rowers out there, they do talk about this na- this notion of getting in to that synchrony with each yeah. other and with the boat, and that's yeah. really the the ultimate you know uh, experience that they strive for. Um, it's uh, I believe the term they use is called the swing. It's when they're all in unison working together and literally can lift the boat out of the water because they're they're so tied together. They're in harmony. And mm. that sort of harmonic that you develop as you row, as you go back and forth, is something, like you said, is very calming. It's, it helps center you and keep you focused. Um, but in doing this and using this machine in the darkness of my cellar at the time in the <laughs> winter, I found it obviously very lonely. And uh, it, uh, to some degree, it gets to be you know, really hard mentally to kind of to keep that focus because you don't have ability something to somebody to coach you somebody right to be somebody there driving you. you right driving you and which is a which is something that's important for any type of fitness activity where right. getting to the gym even is hard unless you have a friend and there's been a harvard study that's demonstrated that if you have someone to go with to do an activity particularly like going to the gym you're five times more likely to do it and right. so the, that ac- that accountability piece, exactly. Right. That that exactly. For, you know doesn't for those of us who are weak minded, <laughs> it doesn't really work. <laughs> but, yeah, and I, and I, yeah, I wouldn't know about that, but I will say there's a uh, mutual benefit. So if both people have difficulty, the fact that they can they go together creates this dynamic that actually enables them both to find the the mental strength to do that. Right. Yeah. And so I believe that's, in, you know, for us, for me, that's what I missed, being down and doing this, this notion of camaraderie and, and, and being with somebody and having that, that motivation to go do something with them. And obviously in the SEAL teams, it's a huge part of our ethos, the notion. It's a team. We're, you know, we are a team. We really focus on the working together and very, from the very start, the very first day you're there at training you learn about the importance of relying on each other to do anything in the, in the missions that we do. And ultimately that does, you know, play out as one of the most deciding factors. And and in particularly the reason the SEAL teams and in general, the special forces teams are so effective at what they do is their cohesiveness. They're they're a a unit. Exactly. What a great great lesson for you to learn so early on in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, uh, you, it's it's kind of like with rowing too. As you're in a boat with a team, it's that reliance on each other and the, the codependency that you form. But the you know the one plus one equals three really becomes you know a reality for for you. Yes, and so you know that's you know being part of what I had early on in my career. I, I really really missed that while I was you know engaging on these uh, activities, getting into doing rowing at home, and and even going out for runs and stuff like that. Uh, was it's always better when you have a, a friend or 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 a colleague or or a group of people to work with on that and to go out and exercise. So um, by and large, it's and and, and honestly, I, I still feel like that's a hugely you know absent component out there in fitness still. And the recent events of this pandemic, I've only sort of you know really heightened our sensitivity to our you know primordial need to be together as a human race. Right. We right. miss each other. Um, <laughs> we, we, we are social beings, right? We are social creatures. It's why we have bars. It's why we have restaurants. It's why we have gyms. Like these are places we love to go and come and just see each other and be with each other and share that energy. 
and they're all closed now. And it's just unbelievable how much that's kind of made us all wanting for that engagement and social interaction. And how do you get that, right? It's, what's the way to do that? Um, and thankfully, the, you know, this, this evolution of digital connectivity over time has really helped enable that. So even before this pandemic, as I was down in that dark basement, I thought, wow, how great would it be if you could have some way to have somebody else here, um, but with, you know, but obviously not physically because that's a limitation as well. Um, but with the emergence of video and, and conference calls and stuff like that, I started to see this trend towards doing that. Was it, was this, um, had people. Peloton already hit or was it sort of happening at the same time that you were coming to this conclusion? It's, I think it was, it, it was about the same time. Yeah. Um, so there is, uh, you know, the Peloton's a relatively new, you know, uh, phenomenon and, and success story, you know, for, you know, let's be, let's be clear. Let's, uh, you know, I, I applaud them and their, and that team and the founder, John, like they've done a, you know, an amazing job. If you've, heard his story, you know, and the, the challenges he's faced, even within the industry and getting that going, um, just showed that I think, you know, the world had not really realized what, you know, what could be done here and, and how yeah, you what was pieces yeah. together. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, I've been thinking of the same, of a similar thing as I went along here, took a little bit of a different path. And, and uh, but, you know, obviously their success validated what my thinking around this was and, and you know, was certainly part of the inspiration towards pursuing this and seeing that, Hey, this is, you know, they validated that this is people want to do this. They want to be connected. They want to work out together from their home just as much as they do in the gym. Um, and, but how do you make that accessible for a great number of people? How do you bring the world together in this format, which was again, something I, I go back to my time across, you know, being all over the world and knowing that, you know, America's not the only place where we have, you know, technology and exercise machines and people who are fitness minded, right? And and how do we bring that community, you know, that global community together? And as I thought about Regatta, that was really part of the, the core of what we were designing and building was this notion that we're going to offer something that is not exclusive. It's not, you know, com- constrained or confined in one piece of equipment or in one brand's equipment or anything like that. We're going to open this to the world so that the world can participate as a community together in something. And so that's where I say our paths diverge from, say, the, the Pelotons and the other, you know, connected solutions that are, are what we call the full stack model, which is the top to bottom, you get the machine, you get the device, you get the software, and you get the streaming content all from the same company, the same brand. Um, there's other ways to do that uh, and deliver an experience like that. And the way we're, we're looking at this is actually focusing on the top of that stack where it's the experience, it's the, um, the real touch point with, with the individuals, and then making that more agnostic and more adaptable across many machines, all the machines that are out there. And so that's our approach, and that's, the, that's what differentiates us from all the rest of the, the approaches that are out there now and goes back to this this ethos we have around uniting the world in a shared live experience. It's really our mission. We think we can bring together people, and we already are doing that with our platform. And we did start with rowing, and like I said, I think it was amazing. It's a great activity, yeah. Um, but it's not doesn't define us. It's right. it's one way to get a great workout. It's an entry point into this market for us. But again, going to this notion that we want to connect people, you know, from all over the world. In shared live experiences, it doesn't have to just be for rowing. We could do this with many other machines and things out there, and we have a few of those already to go. Ah. So those are some of the things we'll be looking to launch this year, um, and we're trying to move those a little quicker, given that uh, given the that situation. So, so, uh, so Regatta will come out um, with solutions for other types of machines. Is that's is what is what is what you're hinting? Exactly, yes, hinting yes. to. Oh, that's that certainly on. That's certainly on our roadmap, and 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 as I mentioned, we've we've already made some of those, and so there are there's some that are market ready. There's some that are coming very soon after that, um, but it plays back to where we see this opportunity. That look, there's and there are you know 300 million machines at least out there in the world. There's so many of them. There's a huge installed base, and there's nothing that you know. There's very few things that actually can help people who use those machines get this kind of connection with others, 
get this kind of coaching and, and experience on, you know, with them. And a lot of the machines out there have been around for decades. They were invented by people who have deep expertise and understanding within those disciplines. So they're wonderful machines. They're best of breed. Right, uh, right. And so this is an opportunity for us as well to work with those best of breed machines that people love and have strong affinity for because they could be the best treadmill. They could be the best uh, rowing machine. They could be the best of this. And that's something they, they really enjoy about it. But now as we think about this connected world, how do they take that machine and make it, you know, and connect it to this, this global community. And that's what we're looking to do with all these other machines and brands. And we're, we've been discussing this with a lot of them as to help them do that. So they're able to modernize without throwing the baby out in the bathwater. <laughs> so they have the great machine, but they, they need that digital interface and that, and that's kind of what you're, you're providing, which, which is what I, I love. Like my experience was I had my water rower and I was doing it, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, so I started watching videos on um, YouTube and I had a little screen in my exercise room. And then I was like, <laughs> I wish this was a Peloton, you know, and I started looking mm-hmm. up, finding classes. And then lo and behold, that's how I discovered you guys was I was literally just searching oh, nice. for for classes yeah. and and then it's it's all like what i love about it there the app um is very user-friendly thank you and um <laughs> you can sort by your level which i like so i'm beginner um and generally speaking i just want to row right now i don't want to yeah. do all the other stuff so you have a lot of classes where rowing is integrated with other workout pieces now is that because data taught you that people want to do more than just rowing or you know are you crafting classes based on research you've done or how do you determine what the content of the app is? Yeah, thank you. Great question. Um, we, we do have a variety of, of class types to address a lot of different types of individuals and their needs. And uh, again, as I mentioned before, we are not defined by rowing. So this wasn't necessarily designed with the rowers in mind. It was designed for people who are looking to use rowing as a means towards better health. And there's a lot of different people who, who know that. And some who have heard like myself and, you know, heard that was a great thing, but had no idea how to do it. Yeah. There's people who are, who are, you know, who rode in high school, college and, com- and compete competitively still. And we can actually produce content and classes that, that, that help work for all of them. And so part of the, there's this humongous movement out there that was uh, started about 12 years ago called CrossFit. And it has had, you know, it has created a humongous community global as well. And they, you know, use rowing as one of their cardio workouts as part of their, you know, sort of their way of their, their uh, community's uh, way of, of working out. They have a, a sort of a discipline, sort of a religion, if you will, around this. And mm-hmm. uh, rowing is part of that. The, the interesting thing is a lot of people who get into CrossFit aren't, again, rowers and don't know much about rowing and use it in a different way. Um, they use it to support their CrossFit um, you know, workouts and styles, which oftentimes may not be the same as a competitive rower. And so the use of this rowing machine has got a lot of applications. And so we're looking to help support all the different types of communities that have embraced this particular type of machine, mm-hmm. you know, for their activities. And as well, you know, help people who are just new to, the, to using it, um, use it correctly, use it in the right way. Uh, we worked with the the founders of one of the, the, the types of machines called Concept2 out there uh, to help us learn what are the, what's the best way to use your machine. You know, it's peop- so people can understand how not to hurt themselves, how, you know, not, how, how not to do like motions the incorrect way, what's the best form and things like that. They were incredibly helpful and supportive. Um, and we, we think you know, that's the kind of collaboration we're looking and hope that will continue in the future with other brands as well. Uh, they've created amazing machines. They know best how they should be used to get the maximum out of them. So working with them has been really helpful in helping us you know, help others learn how to use the machine and, yeah, and get the a, most out a, of it. It's a beautiful machine, um, the concept. I, I, I almost got it. I ended up, the only reason I went with a water rower is because they came in that natural wood color. Um, <laughs> and it just kind of matched my gym. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the oh, ratings totally. were the ratings were so high on it, and it's such a beautiful sort of aerodynamic um, 
you know, machine. Um, one, of, one of the other things that I like also about the app is um, that the instructors kind of have personalities. Um, <laughs> and, and you, um, and I have found this also with um, some of the VR stuff I'm doing too. You mentioned VR and AR, and I'm a big fan of um, exercising with my Quest, my uh, Oculus Quest right now, and doing box VR. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, and a new thing called Supernatural, which has you um, ducking and, you know, bobbing, <laughs> weaving, flying objects at you mm-hmm. um, so that you're getting a lot of core exercise. But the, the instructors have personality. So when you're um, um, going out and choosing your instructors, you know, is this a thought that you're having that they're going to become influencers? Um, you know, like how do you choose that? You know, is there a a sort of approach you have to the talent you're leveraging? Yeah, thank you. Another great question. I mean, certainly um, this is an an important part of of our experience is having that coach or instructor there to guide you. And there's, it it takes a special person to fill those roles. And we've been fortunate to find, you know, great talent for that. Um, For me, it's aside from that, which is, you know, there's a, that's a, again, like a unique skill. um, I really was seeking a team of, you know, that had diversity across a number of different dimensions, because obviously the world is diverse and we need to be able to reach and touch and, you know, uh, really so multi, be able multicultural, to, multicultural, multicultural, right. multidisciplined. Like I right. have people who are big into CrossFit. I have people who are rowers. I have people who are neither <laughs> and who have embraced. And they all have technology. amazing arms. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing too. And I, and, and I applaud anyone who steps into this kind of thing. It's, it's a, it's a cut above because you not only have to lead a class, you are working out as well. <laughs> yeah. They're, they are working hard when they're, they're take, leading a class and yeah. they're trying to engage and be, you know, uh, energetic and, and help, you know, engage the audience and, and, um, and bring people through and keep to their pl- work plan too. And then be conscious of their camera presence and things like that. So there's a lot going on for instructors. That, so it demands a lot. And above, you know, what most uh, typical sort of coaching or instructor jobs might require, particularly like if you do it at like a gym in person, um, you can, you know, kind of be there with your physical energy. But if you're not there, if you're behind a camera, you lose a little bit of that. So they have to make up for that with their personality and their enthusiasm and energy as well, you know, while they're working out. And, and you, you use the rower. It's not an easy thing sometimes. No, no, you're because you're – you're breathing. I mean, you're really breathing. Um, yes. It's, it's kind of like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what John Lithgow talks about as an actor yes. when he's doing film and when he's doing TV. And he said, TV is here. You know, and film <laughs> is more here. So you can tell that they are really pushing out, you know, pushing mm-hmm. out because they're motivating you, you know, and they're not there, but they are there. Yes. You know, um, and, and it's a very, it's also a very intimate experience, which I'm kind of surprised about. Cause you know, I watched all the, the Peloton commercials, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and including the ones that had such, such backlash, but what I was always amazed about was it didn't feel, um, personal to me. It felt mm-hmm. more like the very glitzy studio shooting and mm-hmm. not intimate. Yeah. Um, which some people like. And what I found about your stuff is that it's intimate. It's like it didn't feel um, too showbiz. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had to dress up to go to the gym. <laughs> you know, yes. which yes. In, cer- in certain parts of L.A., not, not, not where I go to, but in certain parts of L.A., the gym is a scene. Yes. You know, and that wasn't for me. Now, I'm sure there's situations that uh, that are catering to that and I'm sure you'll create that as well but I have really enjoyed just it's just you and this person you mm-hmm. know and it and and it's not fancy it's not too fancy yeah yeah it's, no, it's we, polished it's polished but it's not fancy <laughs> that's, that's okay what, no I, yeah you know. certainly we strive for authenticity with our you know our our format it's it's got to be approachable we feel like it's important that our instructors feel like you and or anybody can relate to them. Um, not that they're, you know, they have some sort of celebrity status that that you couldn't necessarily connect with them on. We have people that you could be friends with. They're just people like us, you know, and they have 
uh, an extraordinary just naturalness to them. When we do our classes, we don't, it's not staged. It's not like, okay, cut, let's do that. Take again. Yeah. They go, they go through the whole thing. It's one and done and, and it's all them. And if they make a mistake, they just roll with it. So there's a lot of, you know, genuineness to the, to that approach. We feel is important for people to relate to. It's kind of like, yeah, that happens to me all the time too. So, or like, yeah, okay, that I get it. I'm with you. And I, that- I remember there was one. I don't remember who it was, the, the, which which class it was, but there was one guy that said, you know, I'm just getting back after an injury, or mm. something, and he just talked about that. And I was, and I was like, oh, that's that's how I feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't have an injury, but I had a not been on the rower for a couple of weeks. Right, right. You know, so so getting back onto it. Now, what have you noticed in terms of um, the data that you're getting back? Like, I'm sure you're, you're amortizing the, the data of how people are behaving. Have you been surprised by the behaviors around the usage of it? Oh, yeah. It's... Um so, you know, there is a risk around like rowing is not like as popular as spinning, right? So it's, yeah. it, it could, we, we were a little nervous that it was going to be a hard sell, if you will. I around. hate spinning, dude. I hate it. <laughs> well, it's not good for someone with <clears throat> lower back issues. I have found because you're uh, hunched, you're hunched over. Yes. Um, and then also if you're getting up and down a lot. Yes. It was yes. really hard on my on my lower back, which is where my problem area is. So I needed like mm-hmm. low impact. But anyway, um, not to complain about <laughs> my my uh, my body, but um, you, you know that that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't go in that direction was because it is low impact but high performance kind of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So back to your question about the data, we do track uh, the data. We do collect a lot of great data because obviously we've built a platform that uh, is all about connecting the data from the machines, connecting the data from the people, combining it with, with video and stuff in real time. So our back end has, you know, a treasure trove of information around what's happening and what people are doing. And it's been really insightful around, um, you know, how often people do this, like, you know, and I, I, I don't do it every day, but I do do, you know, I take our classes as well. I, you know, I kind of eat yeah. my own dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, every time there's a new class, I'll usually take it. And so I'll be there. Um, as well, but it's, um, like I said, it's not something I can do every day and I wouldn't expect that of some as, of people, but I'm surprised at how people actually are using it. And of course, in these times, I can understand like, yeah, there's going to be a higher, you know, higher use, um, but the engagement across the spectrum and across the different types of people, we have people who are, you know, more um, in their later years, you know, who are, again, because of, of previous health issues, have kind of come to this as this and they love it and they have, they find great use for it. And then we have really young people who are cranking it out and are just looking for competition and with the leaderboard and stuff like that, where um, they find that aspect and element to it. And so we're seeing an increasing amount of people, um, you know, using this more, more frequently as well as also um, repeating some classes, like finding favorite instructors, as you mentioned, mm. and going back and taking their classes again and again, something I even personally like to do. There's um, our, like I said, I have an amazing team who come up with, they, they all personally, you know, it's nobody's writing their stuff. They come in and they devise these different classes and they put together what goes into them. And I found great, you know, again, diversity of thought around, hey, this is a great set. If I want to do a strength day today and I need to give my legs a rest, this actually could help. Or if I want to give, you know, like mix up the body parts that I'm using so that I can not be sore every day. Uh, they do a great job of kind of blending different things and then saying, Hey, if I want to go back to that, it's great to be able to do that. So they've, they've created that, that different mix. And as we get, you know, more data, um, we'll use that data to increasingly personalize the experience for everyone, you know, provide, you know, recommendations around the content that they might see or the classes they might want to take. And um, we are tapping into wearables. So we're going to be bringing that data as well into the uh the, oh, fun. the data around people <laughs> yeah it's a, to us it's an important part ultimately of your data and your you know your health and your health trend yeah and it does it does add to the gamification of it which you, your leaderboard does too which is that it does motivate you to to have that experience to gamify it is that it was that an important part of you're designing the experience initially to add a sort of gamification to it or a competitive piece, knowing yeah. how you, humans work. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, game. I'm I'm a big fan of gamification. I've used it in my my previous career in building mobile and digital experiences. So I'm, I'm well, you know, familiar with its its you know benefits and and in kind of encouraging you know behaviors or tapping into those behaviors that that you know people naturally have. So certainly, um, the presence of a leaderboard or what we like to call it a friend board because. It ultimately can be, you know, those people will be your friends ultimately <laughs> at right. some point, or that's our hope, right? That you'll start to find that there are people who kind of like um, exercise at your level and that are, hey, they're, you know, they're showing up maybe at the same times or regularly and you'll find connection with them because it's someone like me. It's someone who will run at my pace, for example, or row at my pace. So having, you know, that's a, that's a connection point that can be made because of that. Uh, so we like to think of it as a friend board, but but clearly having the data there and the and stack ranking people, you know, really taps into that competitive spirit that everybody has, you know, has as well. <laughs> that some people really love to go after. I, I uh, think so. I think it's it's important. Uh, it it helps engage you more. You know, now yes. now um, I, and I, forgive me for not knowing this, but this started as an app, or were you a brick and mortar first? We were you know, we were born digital. You were born um, digital. Now, are you looking at brick and mortar next? Will there be regatta fitness physical spaces in the future? <laughs> I'm not going to rule that out, but at the moment, in, in, the, in the near term, it's not our focus. I think we're we're sort of laser focused on this digital experience and, and enabling other machines to have that digital experience and working with them and and the places they are at. So wherever right. those machines, you know, the, those machines also in the manufacturers of the machines have relationships with gyms and, and, you know, obviously. Oh, want right. to have so machines. you might, so you, you don't need your own place because you'll be in gyms. That's uh, that's on our roadmap too. Yes. Like we've, we've started. I'm going to help uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what no, about, I, I mean, forgive me for interrupting because now I'm excited, but no, are okay. you going to, um, are you also looking at, and I know Peloton is, is doing this to a certain extent, but obviously you're a content brand now. Hmm. Um, and with with fitness comes other lifestyle pieces. So uh, as you expand out, are you looking at other, you know, pieces of content that flow into it? Maybe it has to do with food. Maybe it's about other lifestyle choices, you know, um, but there's a lot that flows around getting in shape. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, so there's an incredible opportunity to partner with a lot of leading and you know, exciting brands and content providers in those different areas. That, as to your point, is is, is all about sort of the holistic health picture. That, as an individual, you know, I'd love to, you know, okay, great, I got a great workout. What more? And what beyond that? You know, how do you help me launch? You know, across the trend of my health, you know, continue to improve it and be well, rather than just being a here today gone, you know, gone in an yeah. hour kind of thing. Just a, and so that's something we've seen that is, you know was also sort of missing, but we could enable in terms of our connection points to other content providers and uh, lifestyle brands that, that produce a lot of, you know, wisdom and recommendations and advice and run that channel those through our platform. So we're certainly looking at our partnerships along those lines that will initially sort of focus on the, the fitness space, but then we'll broaden out into health and wellness and meal and nutritions and things like that. So those are things we're, we're continuing to kind of expand into as, as, as we get that sort of feedback and input from customers that, hey, do you have any of this or would you know or where can I find things like that? Those, that feedback is, is starting to trail in more and more. And we're looking at ways that we can support our, our existing customers and users with that kind of content. And we're a video platform and it, it wouldn't be too hard to be able to do a class on something outside of a, a, a strict fitness class right right right. So there's a lot of possibilities with us and what we can do to bring people together for a shared live experience even if it's cooking a meal <laughs> right and you're um so the app is available on um all the different um ipad uh, ios and and android right android well, we're not too? we're not yet to android we're not we're, right. we're releasing that this summer so one of the one of the learnings we've had as we've gone out there is uh, being a global Company. You have like to be. We you have, have to be Android. Yeah. Android certainly starts to certainly starts to be you know the the primary sort of platform over in other countries, and so as we got into Europe, as we got over to Asia, um, we got a lot of customer feedback around this. So we're like, whoa, we got to get going on that right away. So we're looking to do right. that. 
this summer to release that. It requires, you know, replatforming and stuff, but but we certainly heard our customers, you know, desires on that, and we'll look and uh, we'll be building that out as well. Yeah, I mean, if you um, if Mobile World Congress hadn't been canceled, would you have gone to Barcelona? Oh. <laughs> um, because because once you go to that show, which is an insane show, but you realize that the Apple culture and the Apple mindset is very Western, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. very much. Uh, I mean, powerful. You know, yes. but but still, um, you know, everywhere else is is something else. Because then you start to think about okay, OTT over the top. Is yeah. this is yep. this? Yep. It is sitting on an Apple TV. So then, okay, could it be? Am I watching a show in my living room? <laughs> right, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it starts yeah. to then you start to then then that's the where the line starts to blur. Right? Is is right. is this t- television that I'm moving to? Or is it something else? You know, that's when it gets really interesting. Right, right. right. And then sponsors and all sorts of other madness. I'm going to follow up with you later about all of this. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's great. No, that's wonderful. Yeah, there's so many opportunities for you. What's been, what what are you the most surprised about in all of this as this business is growing? And obviously this moment in time, um, is causing all sorts of new business opportunities for you. But what, what has surprised you the most about building out a, a tech-based fitness app? I think the biggest surprise is how, um, how much it's actually being used. And uh, the, you know, obviously, you know, this is a little bit of hindsight, but this recent, the, the past two months have been like slam dunk validation, right? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, up until that point, for the past couple of years that we were building this, there's always that doubt around like, well, and, you know, as Peloton, say, you know, got into the market and the analysts took their sides on on the stock. And and I'm sure, you know, I haven't seen the latest of what's happening now in the call, but I'm sure they're going to do fine. Um, the notion that, uh, hey, is this is this a flare or is, you know, a flash in the pan or is this really going to be fundamentally changing this industry? And I think it's probably pretty clear now that there's a fundamental shift in the industry towards tech enabled experiences like this. And there's, there's going to be some durability going forward that we hadn't even, nobody anticipated yeah. with regard to this. And yeah. so for us, we just think that that's, wow, we were surprised that it, that it was such as, you know, hey, yes, everybody wants. And, and how are people, are people finding you like I did just through search? So just, we're doing our best. You know, because I just typed in, I just literally typed in rowing apps. You know, wow. and that's how I found you. So, uh, so, and there was no, like, nobody told me about you and I didn't read, read about you. I literally mm. was trying to teach myself how to use this beautiful machine that I bought because I, I have no <laughs> idea how to use it. But I knew yeah. that if I didn't learn to use it the right way, I could hurt myself worse. Yeah. You know? um, totally. and, and that's how I found you. So um, is, that, is that the primary discovery mode right now? Yes. So we are, you know, a digital company. So we leverage the digital channels uh, as, as, you know, as best we can and optimize around that. Certainly our initial step into the market was with a rowing offering and we have aspirations obviously to go beyond that. And, and we will be very soon. Um, we also are expanding beyond the, the particular brand that we have. So when it becomes a, if you think about using the rowing machine, it shouldn't matter what machine you're on that you could be part of our combined experience. So your machine, the water rower machine is a great uh, yeah. thing. And, and it's a lot of people love that. And we certainly will work with that one as well. Yeah. So um, is there's, you know, a lot of opportunity there. Um, so yeah, as we get into these other things with these other uh, machines across all these different ones, uh, there's certainly a lot of opportunity to, to bring and seem that community as a whole together as we go forward. And um I just think, you know, this year is just going to be so transformational for the whole of the industry that yeah. uh, we're going to see uh, a lot of interesting opportunities for ourselves personally to, to you know, get a more awareness and grow our, um, you know, grow our connections across uh, all the different mediums that we have. So, as I mentioned, we mainly do paid media and social media type, you know, engagement to try to find and build awareness for ourselves. But increasingly, as we've we've gotten more and more customers, we're starting to see word of mouth starting to take effect. And right, right. Um, you know, we are a connected experience, and we, we we do leverage network effects, you know, really well by being there. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to see that produce 
the kind of awareness. And I think, you know, really help, you know, our, us getting out there is the fact that we are connecting all these people. We're connecting all the, all these nodes, if you will. And that's ultimately what network is, you know, network effects are about. And the, as soon as you connect more than three, it gets exponentially bigger. So we think we're tapping, you know, we're going to be able to tap a humongous community of connected people and that they will actually help support our growth as well. And, and so, in, so influencer, influencers, it. your own sort of regatta influencers. Yes. It's almost like you're the coronavirus in a good way. <laughs> oh, oh, I hope <laughs> and, I don't catch out. Oh, no, no, God. I meant just <laughs> in, in, in terms of it spreading easily because it's, you know, whatever, but, but um, yeah, yeah, certainly. Like we, I mean, and, and uh, we, we like planted some seeds in other countries and we have even stopped marketing in some of those countries and we still see subscriptions come in for those countries. Mm. So it's amazing that, that we're starting to see this viral spread of word of, you know, of mouth. And certainly with this connections to well-established brand machines that have an installed base of fans. Yeah. You know, it's as soon as we sprinkle in there and, they, and the word gets out within those, they kind of do the work for us. And, right. and you great. know, both in terms of spreading the word but also contributing back to us like ideas for improvements and things like that. So it's amazing that we're tapping these micro communities of fans and they're the ones who are now, you know, taking the word forward and apostating for us around the brand, which is, I think just awesome and uh, love that they're doing that and working as fast as we can, as hard as we can to, to, you know, take all that. Right. Feedback and, and, and responding, responding to, to, to feedback um, as well. I mean, yes. what, what you, what you said before strikes me so interesting because um, I think I forwarded you this article, but you know, the question at the end of the article was uh, what happens when we are back in gems, but you've mm-hmm. brought up a great point in that maybe what happens is I take regatta with me. I take my data with me because I've built it up now all this time while I'm in captivity (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want to leave it home. I want it to continue to build off of it. So I'm going to want it to come with me wherever I go. And and as important, I would say is that community you found there and being able to bring them to this, you know, to your other communities as well. But like, yeah, you bring that community with you and those friends, ultimately, and all that data travels with you with regatta. And yeah. so taking this into the gym will allow you to kind of take that with you. And so you can have this experience in the gym as well as at home. And so for us, like we see this incredible just community, you know, connection opportunity to also help gyms who are obviously really struggling in this situation yeah. to be able to build a community beyond the regional you know, confines that they're in. Right, and engage, right. you know, engage their own members and give their members an ability to connect with others outside of there. Uh, this, is, but be the place where they can come together in, in person, and also be the place where they can get access to machines that they might not otherwise be able to or not have space for in their homes. Right, right. So, right. so gyms provide a very vital function here that I think you know will be part of this equation going forward, which is. Hey, I have a bunch of equipment and space to use, and I'm sure we can make it, you know, make it work to make it safer. Um, there will be challenges, and there will be a lot of, you know, difficulty getting there, but we'll get there. And that the gyms can be a partner in that way, and 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 we can help them, help their, you know, small community become part of this global community as well. Oh, I love that. When you um, when you tell people how to find you, uh, we have to wrap up, but um, should sure. they just? Should they just go into um, their apps on their uh, Apple devices and just type in Regatta? Like, what's the best way people can learn more about what you guys are doing? Yes, thank you. I'd say that right now, just go into Apple, search in your device, Regatta Fitness, R-E-G-A-T-T-A space fitness. And uh, hopefully we're, we're going to pop up first <laughs> <laughs> on that search. Uh, but you'll find us in there or you can you for now you can if you type in rowing as well that should that should bring you up on that or you're welcome to go to our website it's uh, www.teamregatta.com and uh, those are the two ways and you know the website will give you obviously more information and there will be there's a lot more there both in terms of how we think you know our team you can learn a lot about us there uh, but if you want to really get right down to business and give it a try um, Go go and take you know download the, the the free trial. It's free for two weeks, full access, 
and uh, hopefully you'll stay with us. Yeah, well, you, you sucked me in, man. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lori. No, thank you oh, so much for, for trying us. And thank you for finding I'm so glad that you did and, and, yeah. and you know, created this opportunity too. It's so, so great. And I can't, can't, you know, keep the feedback coming. Give us the ideas. We yeah, no, I, I think, um, I think we need to build, we need to build some celebrities out of your peeps um, <laughs> and, and uh, have some fun and um, start playing around on uh, TikTok and Instagram and all sorts of things like that. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, Absolutely. I think you. I think you've built a wonderful, wonderful brand. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're wrapping down now. But I'm um, hearing the latest on fitness, uh, fitness-based, uh, tech-based fitness with Mike Pierce, who is the CEO of Regatta Fitness, a former Navy SEAL, killing it in this <laughs> hot category right now, um, taking the world by storm with rowing now, but many other uh, forms of uh, exercise soon to come. Um, and so we should be keeping our eye open for uh, what happens with regatta and where you're going to go um, and um, paying attention to, to all of those different things. Um, it's just so, so exciting to hear how your combination of skills has, has led you to this moment and this amazing, the, the, the global pandemic being what it is, but creating such great opportunity for people like you who are helping people live better lives in this scenario. Your mom awesome. should be so proud of you. I hope she's really <laughs> proud of you. I think she is. I think, and I'm, I'm as equally or more proud of her for, you know, staying in the fight here and, and right. continuing to help people as well. I, like I said, she's a huge inspiration for me. And, well, healthcare, and, healthcare know, workers are, are the superstars and your nine siblings, which is, I can't <laughs> even begin to think about that. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, our Zooms are pretty big, you know. I can't, I can't even, I can't even go there. All right. That's amazing. Well, Mike, we have to say goodbye, but thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Pierce, Regatta Fitness, and we will see you in a couple of weeks on the Tech Cat Show, bringing you more thought leaders and new tech trends in this crazy world that we're in. Stay safe, everybody. Stay home. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 